Hello, I'm Shervington Hennies, and this is another episode of The Recovery Show. We will be wrapping up, looking at the 10 clusters, and in this case, the last cluster, cluster C, of personality disorders. Now, and how personality disorders can lead to repeat relapsing. Now, under the cluster C, which is referred to as the anxious and fearful cluster, it includes avoidant, dependent, and obsessive-compulsive personality disorders. These three personality disorders share a high level of anxiety. Now, in the case of the avoidant personality disorder, the name speaks for itself, is characterized by a pervasive pattern of social inhibition, feeling of inadequacy, and a hypersensitivity to negative evaluation. People with this personality disorder are intensely afraid that others will ridicule them, reject them, or criticize them. This leads them to avoid social situations and to avoid interactions with others which actually is not that they want to isolate, but in isolating, we know that is readily setting the stage for feeling a sense of worthlessness and thinking that the situation can never change and there's nothing there or anyone can do to change it can lead to one, a deep sense of depression and suicidal thoughts, behaviors. Now, This further limits their ability to develop social skills. People with avoidant personality disorder often have a very limited social world with a small circle of confidence. Their social life is otherwise rather limited. Now, right away, this can cause one, if there is a pervasive substance use um, disorder, to return to old ways of thinking and behaving. Their ways of thinking about and interpreting the world revolves around the thought that they are not good enough and that others don't like them. They think of themselves as unappealing and socially inept. These types of thoughts create feelings of intense anxiety in social situations along with a fear of being ridiculed, criticized or rejected. The intensity of their fearful anxiety and the discomfort it creates compel them to avoid interpersonal situations and which once again can lead to repeat relapsing returning to ways that can give them a sense of feeling in control and to be able to cope or to manage these situations and hence using of substances that at least give them a sense of feeling in control they might avoid parties or social events and may have difficulty giving presentation at work or speaking up in groups. And so using a substance might give them and take away some of the inhibition that this uh, personality disorder can cause. Now right away one might be thinking about which came first. Was it because of this pervasive pattern of being and feeling and behaving that they turned to substance in the first place and it was a coping mechanism? Well, that may be the case, but now it is what they feel is the only way in which they can function, hence the return to their old way of thinking and behaving and the repeat relapsing. 
All this would likely interfere with their ability to make friends or to move ahead professionally. Now, when we look at the other hand at the features and the core features of the dependent personality disorder on the other hand, this is a strong need to be taken care of by other people. Hmm. And so right away we're seeing if other people do not respond to this need, how they may turn or re uh, return to substance use or ways of feeling and coping, and hence repeat relapsing. This need to be taken care of and the associated fear of losing the support of others often leads people with dependent personality disorder to behave in a clean manner, to submit to the desires of other people. In order to avoid conflict, they may have great difficulty standing up for themselves. Now, the intense fear of losing a relationship makes them vulnerable to manipulation and abuse. This will then cause them to find it difficult to express or disagree or make independent decisions and are challenged to begin a task when no one is available to assist them. Being alone is extremely hard for them. When somebody with a dependent personality disorder finds that a relationship they depend on has ended, they will immediately seek another source of support. And if they do not readily get that, we can see how turning to substance or repeat relapsing becomes an issue or problem for them. Now finally, in the cluster C, we have persons with obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Obsessive, a repeated way of processing or thinking about something, and then the follow through with a compulsive behavior of some sort, hallmark underlying traits or nuances for addictive behavior. So, this preoccupation with perfectionism, ultimately that's what it is, and control is at the expense of flexibility, openness, and efficiency. Persons with this personality disorder are great makers of lists and schedules and are often devoted to work to such an extent that they neglect social relationships. They have perfectionistic tendencies and are so driven to work to get things right that they have unrealistic expectations of themselves and others and when they do not meet these expectations for themselves, a sense of feeling um, as a failure and shame goes along with that guilt and so returning to old pervasive pattern of um, thinking and then behaviors to cope and to feel a little in control of the situation would be the hallmark signs and traits that will cause or lead to repeat relapsing. Persons with obsessive compulsive disorder tend to be rigid and flexible in their approach to things. It simply isn't an option for them to do a substandard job just to get something done. For them, it is that they have been unable to complete projects or specific tasks because they get lost 
in the details. And so it is a case of failing to see the forest from the trees or forest for the trees. Now, sometimes people with this disorder adopt a style with both themselves and others that is very, very rigid across situation, time, or context. And people with this disorder are often experienced as rigid, controlling, and stubborn. Now, it is important for me to pinpoint here that not because a person might have certain one or two traits or it is uh, in a certain situation that this might be a occasional response but if it is across situation times and space that we see this pervasive behavior of being rigid controlling or stubborn to meet the diagnostics requirement of a personality disorder, these traits must be inflexible. They can be repeatedly observed without regards to time, place, or circumstance. And furthermore, these traits must cause functional impairment or subjective distress. Now, this is for any one of the traits, not just in the cluster C. When we say that functional impairment we mean that these traits interfere with a person's ability to function well in society. The symptoms cause problems with their interpersonal relationships or at work, school, or at home. Subjective distress, on the other hand, means that the person with a personality disorder may experience their symptoms as unwanted, harmful, painful, embarrassing, or otherwise cause them significant distress. Now, what we can do for the next episode is look at an alternative way of looking at personality disorder on a spectrum as against categorical in the sense that is either you have this or you don't. And categorical simply means like, for example, categorical would be this. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're not kind of pregnant. And when we say categorical for all of these 10 personality disorders, that's what we're actually speaking to, to say that it, it must have all these things and then you know for sure it is this way or that way. Well, the truth is behaviors are not that categorical for most people. And any one of us, dependent stressors and impacting situation, can displace some of these things that have been listed across the way. Avoidant, dependent, obsessive, compulsive, okay? A bit of antisocial behavior and all of that, or even narcissistic behavior might show up, okay, in certain circumstances, but it's not pervasive over all of our functioning as was put forward in the categorical. So in the next session, in which we will really wrap this up and also do a few disclaimer about this whole thing of mental illness or personality disorders and how we have to be very careful. Here is not about saying you now have a diagnosis, you now have a label, and that is now the way you're going to be uh, treated or the way you see yourself. 
but being open, as I would like to say, to consider change and not to be so rigid and, and stuck in certain ways that over time can become maladaptive or over time, that is what you go to to fix all potential opportunities for growth or challenges or where change would be the thing to consider. So, this was the recovery show, how personality disorders, in terms of certain characteristic nuances or traits, can lead to repeat relapsing. I'm Shervington Hennies, and remember you can get more information at www.changeclinic.org. Bye for now. Thank you.